0: to D. Hall & Dragons, a real-play D&D podcast about four high school students who get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Riley Wesson, and uh, we're back for the new year.
1: Yay! Yay. We're here.
0: We made, we made it, it. yeah. <laughs> new year, new us. <laughs> Hopefully.
2: Are, are all the characters still in 2020?
0: you don't know that's <laughs> terrifying you have no idea wow. they, that's really
3: sad for them They didn't have a chance to get out <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: it, seeing their their experiences so far in forgotten fields it it could just be assumed that it's just a constant state of 2020 there absolutely never, not that is no a escape. nightmare
2: <laughs> well i'm sorry i've given you all that that thought
0: well if, if you guys remembered back when we were first starting like character building and everything mm-hmm. like that, I had let you guys know that it's like it's twenty twenty but like an alternate version alternate. of twenty twenty. A good where COVID didn't 2020. happen twenty <laughs> nice. twenty. A good twenty twenty.
1: Nice, nice. Yes. Good for
2: them. For the benefit of our audience, our brave little children are okay. Um hello, my name is Brandon Lindsay and I play Cecil McNamara. From a very young age, Cecil knew he wanted to be a professional athlete. Oh no. That sort of shifted around from the different sports that he's played, so, you know, he would play a season of soccer, a couple of seasons of soccer, and he's like, cool, I'm going to go win the World Cup someday. Or then he he played basketball. That was a little bit harder because he was, you know, about two feet shorter than literally everyone else. But <laughs> he still tried his best. And, you know, there are there are point guards who are like 5'8 in the NBA, so that was a feasible option. Um, but his latest conquest is uh, joining the MLB. Pretty hopeful he's going to get, you know, drafted to, like, vanderbilt or something and then who knows yankees maybe i don't know red sox it's sort of a you know he's trying to he's not trying to tie himself down to one team he's waiting for the offers to come to him
0: god i wish i could have the self-confidence of cecil mcnamara we all My wish God,
2: we could have My the god.
3: energy we need to take into this new um <laughs>
1: yep.
2: yeah um so you know he's still waiting for those offers to come in but that's probably just because any day now yeah, any day now at this point. Any it's just a waiting game. So He
0: probably thinks it's like a Harry Potter situation where like his parents are actually keeping the letters and they're like, we can't let you go yet.
2: <laughs> well, that's the, like he has asked his parents about that and um, they said one offer came in, but they were going to hold it back. They were going to wait until more offers came in and then they were going to show them all at the same time. And then you mm. can kind of pick and choose. So you're just waiting for that callback notification on accepted.com? Triggered. <laughs> 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 How dare
3: you? My name is Danielle Grisco and I play Brian Tolkien. Fact about Brian, Brian has only ever had two birthday parties. (laughs) When he was one year old and when he was two years old. No! No! (laughs) My heart just hurts and breaks every new fact. And he doesn't remember any of them. And he only has pictures of his first birthday party. He doesn't have pictures
1: of the second.
0: And why is that? That's really depressing. The character of Brian is slowly taking shape with every fun fact. <laughs> he's, he's been through a lot, guys.
3: So you don't celebrate holidays and you don't celebrate your birthday. I think Brian celebrates his birthday, but Brian celebrates his birthday mm. as a day of like he gets to pick whatever book he wants to read and go into mm. a corner and just sit and read by himself. <laughs>
2: Keeping with the theme of Harry Potter uh, <laughs> similarities,
0: <laughs> listeners can't see it, but we're just all grasping our heads right now. Just, it just feeling hurts. so bad.
3: Brian just needs a oh. hug, guys. I'm Andy Dinehart, and I'm the voice of Victoria Hightower. God, I I would say I w- I want to like address both of the the topics. I think she's hopeful in regards to colleges. She wants to get out. She definitely doesn't want to be in Texas. And even though she misses L.A., she just wants to she wants to start her life. So she is excited about college. Um, And then birthday party related, I would say at least the past few years have been pretty big birthday parties. Uh, everyone and his mother was invited because she was the L.A. it girl at her high school. And yeah, they were probably just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes. Good there job. There we go. Good There's job. The There's the Harry Potter <laughs> connection. Conference.
0: We so, found it. There we go. <laughs> we clicked.
3: Yeah. I don't so know. she
0: was the Dudley.
3: Absolutely not. She's the 36, Dudley. But last year, no, last year I had not. thirty-seven.
0: No, she's the Dudley. Cecil's Harry, and Brian is Dobby. Well, That's oh depressing. Somebody and give Brian
1: a sock. Somebody give Brian a sock. <laughs> My name is Jackson Pounds, and I voice James Malden. James doesn't have any specific birthday stories, but when he was a baby, he would often walk around with just his diaper on and his grandma's heels in a sippy cup in his hand.
3: Oh.
2: Incredible.
3: Oh, I love him so much.
0: That seems oddly specific.
2: <laughs> Does he still do that?
1: I'm not willing to reveal anything. To you. <laughs> That's fair.
0: That's for later in the campaign. <laughs> and as I said, I'm Riley Wesson. Uh, this campaign's dungeon master. Um, fun fact about me: I think it was sophomore or junior year. I was in San Antonio for All State Choir, and I was coming back from a rehearsal to my hotel, and I'm like 99% sure I just witnessed a drug deal, like right on the right on the sidewalk in San Antonio. I was walking back with my friend, and I just saw these two guys, and one handed the other some money, and the other guy handed him a paper bag. And I'm like, did we just witness a drug deal? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we did. That's very on brand. Was this your first
1: experience witnessing anything to do with drugs? Like, is this the smack in the face of the real world that you didn't ask for?
3: People
0: do drugs? (laughs) In person, probably. But, like, I mean... I'd I'd, I'd seen Breaking Bad at that point. Yeah, so I- <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then I lived Breaking Bad. <laughs>
0: Last session on d and Dragons, the students awoke to a man named Jacob outside of their van, not suspicious at all, claiming he needed help finding his lost child who was taken in by the Jackalwares. After a bit of investigation and Cecil being struck by an apparent backfiring of magic, they set off into the forest, making their way through until they came across a mushroom puzzle. With some thinking and observation, Victoria solved it and opened the way for them, only to be greeted by a group of blights. They defeated all but one, a vine blight, they later found to be named Vincent, who was terrified of them and agreed to let them pass if they didn't try to kill him. They agreed and continued on until they found the jackalware camp. After a bit more of investigation, they were tricked by Jacob, who turned out to actually be a jackalware himself. They fought off the pack and secured the eyes and were found once more by Vincent, who, once more terrified of the students, showed them the way out of the forest and back to the van. They took a rest and planned to head back to the wizard's hut which is where we pick up now. So you guys are making your way back in the van. I believe uh, James said that he was driving. And you guys are making your way back down the road, the like five-minute trip that it is. And as you're traveling back to the road to the Wizard's house, you come across the fallen tree where you first came across the Downright Immigrants Band. Only it's not exactly blocking the road anymore. There appears to be a giant, ten-foot-wide hole melted through the middle. You see no sign of the downright immigrants band anywhere, though you do see their craft services cart tipped off to the side of the road and toppled on its side. One thing's for sure: there was some kind of scuffle here.
2: James, James, James! Stop the, stop the, stop the van!
1: James uh, goes hard on the brakes, uh... lurching the van forward.
2: Responsibly wearing his seatbelt, Cecil. Forgoes <laughs> the possibility of flying through the, the windshield.
3: Victoria pokes her head out to look.
2: Do you see any of those, um, oh. I guess they were, I guess they were, like, actors? actors. Do we do, <laughs> where'd they go? I, I
3: mean, I guess the biggest question here is, like, is this the, the aftermath of, of, like, one of those planned scenes that they were doing?
1: Or, like, do we think something wrong happened here?
3: I mean, didn't they say that they typically only encountered kind of like new adventurers? And they said they had like, um, like protection around them so that no one could die. So that's
1: kind of concerning.
3: Wasn't it the wizard who created that protection?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But seeing as I'm in the uh, driver's seat roll of perception checks. Sure. Uh, 20.
0: Okay. Yeah. You can see that. Again, there's like this big hole in the tree. It looks like it was melted and through the windshield you can see that the, the their craft services table had been like pulled out, but it's toppled over on its side. Like it wasn't in its little hidey hole that they had kept it in. It's toppled over on its side and with your sharp eyes you can see that the teapot that was on it was apparently like shattered and consistently attacked.
1: It, so I can perceive that this whatever happened here is not part of a predetermined
0: yeah you can kind of you can gather that yeah
3: victoria slings her bow over shoulder and her arrows and she's gonna open the door and hop out to go investigate
2: good luck i'm gonna i'm
3: gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go check it out like somebody back up
2: yeah i'll 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 go uh
0: i i got you victoria um
3: it's it's kind of like there's an embankment on both sides right because it's kind of Mm -hmm. like
0: yeah it's raised on both sides. Yeah, because
3: that's where a couple of them are hiding. Is there a way to climb up there fairly easily? Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: if you go a little bit back down the road, you can travel up the hill up there.
3: Great, great. I'm going to do that because I remember a couple of them, the one that specifically attacked me, was hiding up there. So I'm going to go get a better vantage point on all of this. Yeah, I'm
2: going to try and get kind of in the center of the area, especially where we were fighting. I'm going to. Sit down, um, and I'm gonna kind of look up. Hey, whoever's listening, um, not too sure about who's up there right now, who's looking down on this, or if it's just, I don't know, weird nature shit. But if there's any sort of magical presence around us, that would be really great to know right about now. Cool. And then he's gonna pray for 10 minutes and he's gonna cast Detect Magic.
0: Cecil, after your 10 minutes of praying, you cast your Detect Magic, uh, and Mm -hmm. you don't detect anything.
2: Cool. Thanks, G. I don't know. Um,
0: Can you also roll a d20 for me?
2: Three. Okay. I, I, I don't think there was any... Well, I mean, it might have been something magical. I don't know. This place has been really freaking me out the entire time we've been here. I guess... I've kind of just been rolling with it, because it's been really fun turning into animals. It's been terrifying, but it's kind of been fun, too. I don't feel like there's any sort of magic around us right now.
3: Brian has st- is sticking his head out the van door and says, wait, you didn't sense anything magical?
2: That's the thing that's freaking me out right now, because didn't the actors say something about...
3: Now there's no magic
1: protection, or no magic anything?
2: Well, that's... I mean, I would I would have detected that, right?
1: I don't know Cecil. I'm a little. I'm a little nervous about your ability to consistently be able to do that kind of
3: thing. But I hear where you're coming from.
2: Well, someone punch me.
3: Okay, oh God, Brian gets
0: so punched out of the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone scrambles to attack Cecil. <laughs> Brian and Brian and Victoria roll a have, a have an have an initiative roll off. See who makes it to Cecil to punch him oh, first. Oh great.
3: Okay. Fourteen. Fifteen. Damn cool. it! So Victoria's up top. She literally slides down the embankment yeah. and just walks up to Cecil, cracking her knuckles. She's like, "Punch or slap."
2: what I it, it's it doesn't matter.
3: Punch or slap. Right. Punch.
0: Roll to attack.
3: Twenty-three to hit.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that does like and what
3: three, just three, three
0: damage. Points. Okay, yeah. You get yep. sucked right oh. across the jaw. Oh. Oh,
3: oh that felt great. Brian, who oh. was previously running towards the situation, as soon as Victoria slid down the embankment, he went, oh, hell no, and then just stood and in no, place no, no, no. and watched <laughs> it happen.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that- ow. that definitely hurt, so I don't think-
3: Detect magic now?
2: Well, I could take another ten minutes, but I- You
0: remember that the spell didn't keep you from getting hurt, it kept you from getting killed.
2: <laughs> that is slowly starting to slip back into Cecil's mind. <laughs> Oh no! Okay. Yeah, on second thought, <laughs>
1: okay, okay,
3: okay.
2: Um, well, I don't really want you to try and kill me. Um, to test that.
3: Well, are you sure?
2: Wait, what's going on right now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nothing. It just seemed like an opportunity, and I just wanted to make sure that you were. Never mind. Never mind. We're not going to kill you. Yet. Hey guys. So, um, it, it, honestly, I'm I'm coming up with a level of of concern for what's happening with the wizard here because I feel like if if all this magic has yeah. broken down then maybe something is going on there that we should probably check out. So I vote. We just we just take advantage of this hole in this tree and we go straight there and check some stuff out. Agreed. Let's go. All right.
0: So y'all hop back in the van and you uh, drive the few more miles back to the wizard's house. And upon returning to it, uh, things seem to be the way that you left them. Um, goats are bleeding. Ducks are quacking. There's a cow moving off in the distance. Okay. Um, you can see the smoke rolling That's from bad. the chimney as when you first approached it. But as you walk up to the door, you notice that uh, it no longer has the riddle writing on it. Riddle, quote-unquote.
3: That's different. Uh, Victoria's gonna knock on the door.
0: You hear off in the distance, uh, who, who is it?
3: It's, um, like the the four kids who stopped by here earlier. Oh,
0: oh, yes, 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 of, 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 of course. And you hear the footsteps approaching quicker, and the door opens, and you see Frederick standing there. He's looking like, he's looking a bit bedridden. <laughs> Like, his hair's a little bit, hair's a little bit messy, um, and there's a few rings under his eyes. Uh, he's, uh, oh, yes, yes, uh, uh, very, 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 very good to see you. Um, how was, was were you able to, uh, pr- procure the, 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 the eyes?
3: Yeah, and Victoria's got the two <laughs> pouches. <laughs> the ah. one with the eyes in it, and the one with the, the milk and the eye in it. <laughs> She's gonna scoop the eyeball out of that, and- Throw the bag back to Cecil.
0: (laughs) Cecil, the bag of milk (sighs) lands at your feet.
3: And she just kind of gives him, like, a sorry and, like, points at Brian. That's
0: fine. Fantastic. This will go a long way to help the wizard, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, can we talk to him, by the way? I just have a quick question.
0: Um, he's actually resting at the moment. He's been, as you could see last time that you visited, he's been going through quite a lot, um losing quite a bit and he's he's resting at the moment um is actually his memory has started to fade so much that the uh some of his magical barriers have begun to break down and so it's imperative that we uh take care of him as quickly as possible
3: well i actually i um i brought him uh a present. I have something to give to him, so I was just hoping that maybe I could go I'll I'll just drop it off by his bedside, if you don't mind me just taking a peek inside.
0: Uh roll a deception check.
1: Eight.
0: I'm I'm terribly sorry. You I'm you're 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 welcome to c- c- come come in for a quick cup of tea or something of that sort, but uh it it really is imperative that he gets his rest and I, I finish this p-p-p-potion as as quickly as possible.
3: Is there a way we can help you with that?
0: How much do do, do you know of magical potion making?
3: I mean, I read all of Harry Potter. Brian gestures to the books behind him on the walls and just says, I think we can figure it
1: out, and tries to walk past him into the house.
0: There's only so much you can learn from reading straight out of a book, but... Uh, well, as I've
2: been, as I, I said, I, I, I was just going to offer, sir I mean, I've, I've, you know, have some experiences <clears throat> with plants.
3: And Victoria just looks at James and does the smoking
0: the weed like, symbol hand
3: gesture, <laughs> like. the weed symbol. Yes, <laughs> the weed symbol. Like, yeah, we know.
0: Um, well, you're you're welcome to to take a seat and and wait uh but it's it's really best if i look after this my, my my myself and um after i administer the potion to uh to to the wizard
3: is there i mean I, I know there's not much we can do to help but um how how long do you think it'll take you to finish that up i mean we just we just came from the area that i think okay so we were told by uh what were they like goblins i think that, um, that, like, meet all, like, the new adventurers and everything, and we just passed there, and it looks like it went really bad.
0: Ah, yeah, so yes, is, yes, um. Is everything actually,
3: okay there?
0: So, sort of, uh, they actually stopped by, uh, a bit after you the other day. Uh, they said that they were attacked by, uh, I believe they said acid ants attacked their, uh, root Acid um,
1: uh, so ants. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, but um, they—they currently—they uh, currently went to. Uh, I believe they said that they were going to meet up with with uh, with another group of uh, a- 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 actors and help with them until mm. their area has kind of been re- 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 repaired, which cannot happen until the wizard is back to a hundred percent. Which is why I should really Great. get this potion made.
3: So while they're talking, Brian puts his hood back up
1: and, like, kind of drifts to the back of the group and just kind of leans over to James and says, Hey, do you think you can distract this guy really quick? Hey! (coughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Yes? Can I, can you come over here for a second next to me?
0: Roll a persuasion check at disadvantage. Brian
1: shifts away and slowly rolls his eyes. Ah, <laughs> uh, six.
0: No, I really need to get this potion <laughs> made. Uh, and right. he sure. turns and he turns right. and leaves you here. Um, and goes back uh, through the through the door that uh-huh. he had entered from back when he was looking after you when you first visited the wizard.
3: Is the front like kind of an open? Uh area? Is there like can I see a kitchen?
0: What sort of architectural no. design are we talking about? Are we talking yeah. like like Are we talking open concept? Are we thinking minimalist? Like 70s style den? Or is there <laughs> Is there the classic like 80s living room where it just like randomly yeah. dips down and there's like the steps it's down open into it. Yeah. and like the kitchen?
2: Yeah. Or are um, we talking about like what... recently refurbished New York apartment <laughs> kind of with lofted, you know, loft ceiling kind of thing?
0: Incredibly small. Uh no, from what cuz uh when you first approach you remember that it's less of like a house and more of almost like a compound of like various buildings that are kind of connected by halls and such oh. um and so it's like the one that you're in is basically one big room and what you're assuming is like the hallway leads to like other mm. spaces in the area
3: I'm not trying to piss off Frederick but he did ask if we wanted tea and I'm willing to go make us all tea, but I need to find a kitchen. I'm,
2: well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they grow plants around here. Well done for tea well and done, other Cecil. and other and other things. Yeah. I was gliding to the. You know. All right. Fine.
3: And other things, Cecil.
2: Yeah, he's making a. He's like, making a potion. Like,
3: like. Okay. For like. That's not what I meant. Uh, Victoria's gonna step through the door that Frederick went through okay and she's just gonna like step through look around see what kind of if she can spot frederick going into a room
0: okay um yeah you you open the door and it's again kind of like a hallway and there's a few doors dotting down
3: random okay okay
0: you can see though that one of the doors is uh cracked slightly open
3: okay that's the one he went into i don't want to go in there again i'm still i'm just looking for a kitchen I'm just gonna open the first door I see.
0: Okay, you open, and it seems to be a um, almost storage room for various books and such.
3: Okay, close that door. Uh, well, yeah, might as well. She's gonna go to the next one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, the one that's cracked open, or the one that's
3: no, 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 just one that's one that's closed. I don't want to bug him. Gotcha. I'm not trying to be a nuisance. I'm trying to be
0: helpful. Of course. So you crack open that one and uh, it seems to be another storage room of various supplies. as Some some plants and such and some materials.
3: Cecil, I found the room you're looking for.
0: What? We?
2: (laughs) Oh my
3: god. And she just points. She goes to, to another door. Opens it.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go into that room and I'm going to try and just peruse and see what sort of things are in there.
0: Okay, uh, roll an investigation check.
2: Might I be able to add my proficiency to this as well with my proficiency in herbalism kits?
0: In weed? In weed, yeah. (laughs) Weed proficiency. Yes.
2: Is that investigation?
0: Investigation.
2: That is a (laughs) 25.
0: Okay. Um, As you're looking around, you find a... What appears to be like the mummified remains of like a really colorful fish. It's like the size of a sardine.
2: Hmm. I'm gonna. gonna lick it.
0: Oh my god. Okay. As you lick it, you start to hear noises, almost. Oh
2: my god, it's working. Oh my
0: god! In the distance, it sounds like you're hearing cars honking and the sound of a busy street. I lick it again. <laughs> As you look it again, you you hear, like, the theme song to the Big Bang Theory? Oh, yes.
1: my God. What?
2: All right, cool. I'm going to try and look for, like, a little, if there's a piece of cloth laying around it, I'm going to try and wrap up the fish and I'm going to pocket that bad boy. <laughs> yeah,
0: you find one and you tuck it away.
2: Hell yeah, I got an acid fish. <laughs>
0: Um, And Victoria, as you open another door, there's a, it's like a really small room. It's almost like a cupboard. Some like various dishes and such.
3: Well, I'm thinking that the door he walked through is probably a kitchen or laboratory of sorts. So I'm just gonna go back, join the gang in the front area. Couldn't find a kitchen. Didn't want to like bug Friedrich. Why? I was just gonna make us all some tea or coffee or something? No, why don't you want to bug Friedrich? He's helping the wizard. He's gotta make, like, potions and shit.
1: I do not trust this guy at all.
3: Why not? Because we have not seen anything to do with the potion that he's making. We don't actually have any knowledge or wherewithal to know that the jackalware eyes are going to help with the purpose that we all needed to help with with the wizard. And also, I have not laid eyes on the wizard, and I don't trust that he's not dead somewhere, and that's why his magic isn't working. Then, by all means, the first three doors don't lead to Friedrich. Go for it. Great. Brian goes into the hallway and just starts, like thrusting open all of the leftover available doors. You just open one and Cecil's in it and then
0: <laughs> You're like, no. Don't judge me. Close that door <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean the first door that hadn't that hadn't been left open was uh, Friedrich's or the or the door that was cracked open that you're assuming Fred Fred you got me started calling him Friedrich now. Sorry. That Frederick walked through. Um, Frederick. Frederick, Frederick. So Just call him Freddy.
2: Freddie Freddie,
0: Brian, as you crack the door open, you see a much more put-together scene than the mess of the room that you were in. There are books alphabetized on shelves, there are papers hung up on walls that are really neat and even, um, and some bottles of liquids that are labeled and organized. Frederick, however, is nowhere to be found. Um,
3: okay, so I'm gonna- is-, is there's like a- a desk, I'm assuming, if it's all that organized or something? Yeah. I'm gonna- I'm gonna walk over, um. So I'm I'm Brian is thinking to himself, this is so organized, doesn't seem to be like the wizard's handiwork at all. This must be dear old Freddie's study or something, or his private study area. So I'm gonna walk
1: over to the desk and and peruse the whatever's on the desk and see what, what dear Freddie is working on.
0: Lovely. Uh roll a, an investigation check.
3: Oh, great. It's Nate.
0: Uh yeah. Lots of lots of papers, lots of pens that are lined up and uh, symmetrical. Okay. What is everyone else doing right now? Are they all just Um, sitting out right now?
3: Yeah. Victoria's gonna go back through the whole area that we've seen once before where I got the equilibrium Mm -hmm. potion and she's just gonna kind of, for fun, thumb through the books and papers and items and just...
0: Roll roll an investigation check. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen.
1: James um could you Don't ask James to do anything. Could you <laughs> James is too pure.
3: Could you
2: help me with something real quick James? Yeah,
1: of course.
2: Uh okay. There are a bunch of animals outside, right? There's got to be at least like one cow or goat or something.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm going to go and try and find um vials or other containers, jars, jars anything that are laying around
0: yeah you find some all right
2: james come come help me with something just in case i don't know richard happens um also do you also do you hear that um there's like a i don't know it's like a honking or something
3: no did victoria hear you guys
0: talking
2: you're knee-deep in investigating stuff i'm I'm whispering this to james (laughs) i was
0: just gonna be like he's crazy speaking of victoria as you're perusing you kind of find yourself in, like, the less educational books and more, yeah. like, just kind of collection of books.
3: <laughs> There's a Cosmo magazine just, like, on a shelf. <laughs>
0: yeah. You find a book with a um, a person that appears to have, like, almost gray skin and looking forward very intently, um, but, like, it's just their eye. And you see the words Fifty Shades of Drow uh, across Gras-ash. the top.
3: <sighs> <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely throwing that in her bag.
0: Yeah, outside, uh, Cecil and James, yeah, you find a a, a goat.
1: <laughs> um Hey buddy,
2: how you doing?
1: Um
2: Hi. You don't know me. Um I hope this isn't gonna be too weird for you, but James, uh make sure no one's watching. Please. Thank you.
0: Wow. Is he gonna molest the goat? <laughs> and,
2: and I'm gonna and I'm gonna milk the goat.
0: Roll an animal handling check.
3: I'm so glad I got to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> 23.
2: It's not a natural 20, but there you go. Jeez. 23.
0: Okay. Uh, milk flows like a fountain <laughs> from this goat as you gently caress the nipples and uh, encourage Ew. The, <laughs> the milk to Okay, flow. man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's gonna
0: make it as weird as possible. Sure, <laughs> you deserve this. Uh, how many? Uh, we'll say like like two, the equivalent of two cups of milk in these vials. Sure. <laughs> Interesting.
2: So I'm gonna drop the fish in one of them. Okay.
0: Oh
3: my god.
1: So I'm just, I mean, James has <laughs> a very stunned but indecisive face.
3: I'm sorry. How is it different
1: than any other moment? So anyway, it's been cool. <laughs> yeah, so James is just staring.
0: Back to Brian, uh as you're again perusing through the books and such, um, your eyes do fall back on to the table. Or as as you think, oh, well maybe I should like look through some of the drawers. Exactly. Uh <laughs> you pull out one of the drawers and you you see a uh you see a small little leather bound journal.
3: Okay, I pick up the journal and I, uh, I start skimming through it.
0: Okay, you open it and you can see that this is probably Frederick's journal. You're reading like a little bit of each of the entries. Uh, the first one says, uh, I've started my first day working with Mr. Wufflepuff, and I couldn't be more excited to learn from him. I'm starting to branch out and learn more about all the different types of magic and I'm sure this internship will really help with that pursuit even more. And you keep thumbing and you go to the next one. That seems to be dated a few weeks after the first that you read. Uh, It says, it's been a few weeks and I'm I'm unfortunately not learning a ton from the wizard. At the moment, he's using me more as like a glorified errand boy, you know, making tea and taking notes for him on his insane experiments. I am trying to keep my chin up though.
3: So I'm going to go ahead and sneak back in the back again. So I'm going to go check all the other doors and just peek in until I see something that's interesting.
0: You check the other three doors, uh, you open yeah. the fourth, and it seems to just be, like, another hallway that leads further down. I'll go down another... that way. Of course you will. Um, you...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: What'd you expect, Riley?
0: Oh my god. Come um, on,
3: you play, you play another game with me, too, <laughs> the same way!
0: Yeah, you open, um... Of course you do. You go all the way down, and you open... One of the doors, um, it seems to be like a pretty sizable room that's a bit messy, but appears to be a bedroom.
3: I would assume that that's Mr. Waffle All right. I'm bored. Um, <laughs> uh, Victoria is like, nothing's happening. Great. So she's going to go walk through the open door. She'll go back out that hallway
0: and go to the open door. Okay. So you make your way back down. You open the door and Brian is standing there holding a journal.
3: When she opens the door, Brian throws the journal back on the desk because he thinks that Freddie is walking in through the door. And then when he <laughs> right. realizes that it's Victoria, he goes, shut the damn door, and then picks the journal back up to where he left
0: off. Okay. <laughs> you close the door and you continue reading. And this one is, again, a few weeks after the the other one. Uh, it says, Rufus stole one of my creations. Uh, I'd been studying divination more and created cookies that could help tell one's future, and the next day he found my work and he claimed it for himself, showing it to the mayor that was visiting. I tried to speak up, but he was more interested in the wizard than some lowly intern, so I had to bite my tongue and go make more damn tea. And you continue reading, you reach uh, another entry, and it says, I've been pulling all nighters for the past few days, deep in study. I want to create something so great that even the wizard can't claim it. What are Cecil and James up to? <laughs>
2: Okay, James, have you ever
1: done, you know, drugs? Uh, I have, um, but I only tried it once because I'm a hypochondriac.
2: Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Uh, sorry, man. Um, uh, How's your constitution? Are you like, you ever like take an acid or something like that?
0: Are we saying like a plus one or a plus three? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Are you asking me this cause you're about to drop acid?
2: Uh lick this fish for me.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> James against all his better judgment licks the fish. Yes! No!
0: Yes! You you lick the fish, uh, just a a small a small bit. with the tip of your tongue. You blep the fish. <laughs> you blep the fish.
2: <laughs> Insert Yoshi sound effect.
0: Yeah, you touch the fish to the tip of your tongue, um, you hear almost what sounds to be like a teacher giving a lesson in a in a in a school room.
2: All right, and uh, Cecil takes a little notepad out. Okay, what's going on in your in your brain? Because so far I've heard Big Bang Theory. I'm sure it was like <laughs> Times Square or something like that. Then I heard like the SVU theme going off. Which what, what you got?
1: Did you ever have Mrs. Johnson for English? Because I think that's who I'm. Here. Uh, yeah. She's giving that lecture on pride and prejudice.
2: Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. I'm definitely interested in what the other two might hear. I don't think Victoria's gonna, you know, be upfront about it. I feel like she's probably gonna lie about whatever she tasted. Brian's gonna freak out about it. But this is weird, right? This is weird! Because, I, like, I feel like we would have heard something from, I don't know, this world, but it's from our
0: world.
1: James lays down on his pack, because his anxiety is starting to peak, so
0: they just <laughs> need <can> to <still laughs> lay down. Cecil breathe. helps you through some breathing exercises. Back to Brian and Victoria. What did you uh, find? Shut up, I'm still you.
3: reading. Okay, like, and she's like reading over your shoulder. There's no way you're um, going to get the whole story arc if you join it in the middle. Stand by the door! <laughs> give me, no, I'll, give me spark notes. I'll fucking Come tell on. you later, Victoria, stand by the goddamn door. Oh, I swear to God, Brian.
0: You start to notice that as the entries are going on, the handwriting is getting like a little bit more messy. Um, Like it started out like really neat and polished, but it starts to get like a little bit scritchy uh, and a bit more disorganized. You come to another one that says, it's been a week since I've been so deep in study and some sort of fugue state or something hit me. There's so many types of magic, but what about one that nobody has discovered yet? The idea felt like something out of a dream, discovering some new incredibly powerful source of arcane energy and you come to another one and it says two weeks of endless study and yesterday i heard it a voice calling to me with whispers of a new magic more powerful than the rest strong enough to get everyone to notice me and to help achieve my goals and james and cecil uh are outside calming down uh james as he's coming off of this a high? A high? Uh, high? it's
2: okay, man. Look, the baseball guys freak out a whole lot. You just gotta breathe, breathe, breathe. Breathe in with me, James. Ready? In. None of
1: those kids are getting scholarships.
2: Breathe out. How <sighs> hey, how you feeling now, buddy? I think
1: it might have passed the high. I think the high. Yeah.
2: Is the well, good. That's I mean, great. That's no, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I was great, gonna break into my sports you. medicine background and um. I have some water around here. Uh,
1: hey, thanks for doing that.
2: No, you're welcome, man. Uh, not a problem. It's um, it's what I do for my for my bros. You know.
1: You're bros.
2: Yeah, James. Yeah, we're. I don't know. It's been a couple of days now, and uh, I don't know. I think you're pretty cool. You kicked ass in that fight. Yeah, yeah, we're bros.
1: I, uh, James, extends
0: uh, a fist bump. Um, the two men dap next <laughs> to the goat. Go. <laughs> and the goat looks on approvingly. Aww.
2: Can you talk to goats too? Because like I can understand everything that goat has been saying for the last 20 minutes.
0: The goat looks at you, Cecil, and says, it might just be the fish, dude. <laughs> it might just be the fish.
2: No, because I've been talking to animals before this too. Fuck off, goat. Wow. I guess Cecil is just gonna, uh, I'm gonna read some more of the, uh, Gods of the Forgotten Fields book that I got.
0: You do some reading, um, as Brian and Victoria are doing some reading as well. Well, no, I'm um, stuck at the door, thanks to Brian. <laughs> as Brian is doing some reading, and Brian, as you make it to what appears to be almost the last entry, you, you see that, like, pages are starting to get, like, torn, And like press down really hard, and you reach the very last one. And what does it say? There's almost like what appears to be like drops of dried blood on the page, and it's in this really messy handwriting. And it just says, He calls me in my dreams. 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 Just written all over the page.
3: Great. Brian is gonna take the journal, put it in my backpack. And, yes. and grab Victoria's hand and sprint what? out of the house.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Y'all want some acid fish?
3: Everybody get in the van right now. <laughs> wait,
2: oh, wait, uh, wait, where wait, are, wait, are we? Brian, what's going what about on? The where's, where's Freddy?
3: What about, what the, about the wizard? I'm pretty sure the wizard's okay, okay, dead, wait. you guys.
2: What did y'all do in there?
3: I don't know. Ask Brian. Okay, fine. Listen, this is the bullet points. I read the journal. It was a very neat study. We're pretty sure it belongs to our dear friend, Freddy. I flipped through the beginning, and he was a very excited new intern, ready to get cups of coffee for his new boss, and it was very bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and then as you get on, it just slowly gets more crazy, and then rip pages, and then blood on the pages, and this guy is definitely talking to some kind of demon with some new magic that he tried to find, because he's trying to be more powerful than the wizard, because the wizard screwed him over. That was all in one breath, and I think that you guys should just fucking get in the van.
2: We, I, I, we are in the van.
3: And Victoria just grabs Brian by the shoulders, is like, snap out of it! Okay, listen, I know that's creepy AF, but we can't just, like, we can't leave Wifflepuff in there with him. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I thought Freddy was kinda cool and sweet and totally harmless, but if, what if he's, like, oh, what if he's, like, oh, doing weird things to the wizard? He is one hundred percent doing weird things to the wizard, or like the wizard really did forget his memory there. and he forgot. To, okay, well, did you did everybody go into all the rooms? Is there any, do we need to go in and search other buildings now? What exactly do you plan on doing okay. here, Victoria?
0: Brian, with your knowledge of true crime and such uh, novels, yep. you do realize that tra- trap doors are a thing.
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Victoria and say, "Can you take me to that to that messy room that you found?"
0: Wait! 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 wait,
3: What, Cecil?
2: You said he talked to a a a, a demon.
3: No, it, we don't know. He just—it was bloody pages and rip pages—and he just said he he come like look at this, and I flip over to the <sighs> section of the of the journal that has that last scrawling in it, and I show it to Cecil.
2: That's demon shit. That's demon shit.
3: <laughs> okay, Cecil. Now you're being redundant. What is the point?
2: Yeah. Well, shouldn't we? I don't know. Be super stealthy or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I was really just—I was racing.
3: I was racing against the clock here, really, because we don't know when Freddy's coming back or what kind of thing he's actually using the jackalware eyes for. Which, by the way, we have helped with at this point, so we are complicit. Oh, no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> fine, fine, fine. You two go back in there. I'm gonna. Uh, Cecil holds up the book of the gods of the forgotten fields, and I'm just gonna flip to like a random one and point at it and just be like, "Look, buddy, we really need your help in." I don't know, make a stealthy or something. I don't know. Close the book. I'm gonna cast uh, Pass Without a Trace.
0: Okay. Thank god.
2: So, yeah, you all have a plus ten a plus plus ten bonus to stealth checks, and you can't be tracked.
0: And for your information, the page that you flip to, um, the, the heading reads, Death Sea, God of Fitness and Training.
2: <gasps> Thanks, bro. Um,
3: Victoria, lead the way, please. Yeah.
0: Everyone roll a stealth check. Oh.
3: I'm so nervous. Oh, 28.
0: Oh. 26.
2: 32. Uh, oh my god.
3: 17.
0: <laughs> James once again disappears. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, y'all make your way down the hall. Um
3: I'm I'm leading us first to the messy bedroom.
0: Okay, as you're motioning them down the hallway, um James passes last and you see The door creak open, and you see Frederick make his way out.
3: He's Wait, which door is he walking out of?
0: The one that you guys were in earlier. Oh,
3: shit, I stole his journal. This is bad.
0: And you see him making his way back to the main room that you guys had come from.
3: You guys go check out the room. I thought we were going to split up. I know, but we should probably distract him or something.
0: This is on you, Victoria. And
2: I pulled the other two off. All right.
3: Uh, I'll wait till Frederick goes into the main room. And I'll wait a few seconds, and then I'll go through.
0: Okay. The other three. What are you guys looking for in this room? I think we should try and go find Rufus.
3: Yeah, I think we should go up to that messy room that she mentioned up there. No, we want to go through
1: the door that you can
3: out of. Well, James, you're like super stealthy, right? So I think maybe if you want to go in that room and seek
1: out some shit, you totally can. There is no way that I'm not going into that messy bedroom. So. Okay, I'm going to go into
2: okay are we waiting for him brian or are we just gonna go find rufus well, we're
0: 100 percent going to find rufus <laughs> Right. okay you guys go back into the messy bedroom and you see exactly what victoria saw it's empty
3: brian is gonna start like pounding on walls to see if there's like a, a hidden something in the wall and then he's all also... quietly okay brian, brian, no quietly. just like just, like tiny beds tiny beds
2: <laughs>
0: hold up, I have a okay, hold up, I have a stud finder. <laughs> <laughs> Cecil holds it over himself. Oh found it. Him. Uh <laughs> Okay, yeah, you uh roll an investigation check.
3: I got a twenty
1: two nice.
0: Yeah, uh there's nothing here.
1: Oh, where the hell is he?
0: James is your back in the other room, roll an investigation check
1: fuck me right in the ass <laughs> investigate <laughs> fuck
0: all yeah this room's really clean I got some books in there isn't it though isn't it though wow. isn't it Look riley at books back to victoria you walk out into the main room and frederick turns where did you come from
3: i was just kind of looking for a kitchen He's mentioned something about um, tea, and I just wanted to be helpful and make some tea. I'm not gonna lie, the other guys got pretty bored just sitting in here, so they went outside to pet your goats. I hope that's okay.
0: i i i i i told you not to go-go back-back there. I told you to Yeah, wait. I
3: didn't-I didn't go very far. I, like, checked one door, and it was just, like, a storage unit kind of deal with some of, like, books or whatever in it. But, um, I was just gonna try to be helpful. Sorry.
0: Roll a deception check.
3: Oh, No, that's a seven. Okay. Is there are you sure there isn't anything we can help you with?
0: Victoria, as you say that, you see him move his hands and a large cloud of fog starts to emanate from him.
3: I'll see myself out, but I'm gonna book it back out towards the hallway where my friends just went.
0: Okay. As you run, you start to hear him running behind you. Oh god. Uh Cecil, Brian, what are you two doing? (sighs) Um, Um, There was the other room, right?
3: Well, yeah, so um, I'm going to start walking back towards the room that James went in, the study room.
0: Okay, roll an investigation check when you guys get in there. 20. Okay. Yeah, as you're walking in, um, you're checking out the corners and your foot hits something under the rug and you pull back the rug and you see there's a trap door down there.
3: Okay. I'm going to open the trap door.
0: And as you open it, Victoria and Frederick run in.
3: Oh shit. shit!
0: And he says, "Oh, I really wish you hadn't seen that." Charm person. What's in it? Everyone roll for initiative. What's in wait, it? What did, you do? what did you just do? Uh,
2: Charm person at second level.
0: Charm. <gasps> he counterspells it.
2: You son of a bitch!
0: Everyone roll for initiative.
3: only level three. Riley.
0: I am not no, decked no, out for combat.
3: Not good. That is not good. I didn't even see what's in the trapdoor.
0: You could see when you opened it there were there were stairs going downward.
3: Just go down it. Well I I got a three. So Oh no. You got a
0: three? Okay, yeah. What everyone gets? Uh fourteen. Fifteen.
3: Eight
2: it's okay, it's okay. I have an idea.
1: Why did it take so long to be like,
0: why didn't you go to the room he fucking came out of? Because Jesus. I thought that the- That I makes thought no that, I sense. thought that the tip
3: was coming Jackson, from the bedroom. Jackson, you are
0: speaking my mind. Yes, <laughs> go in that. Why would you, you even did. go follow him?
3: So then why are you- You didn't find anything.
0: That's because I couldn't- My investigation what? role was ass. Well, it's it not my fault. c 4 levels that's of proficiency. That's not my fault. That's dice rolls for dice you, baby. Us. Uh, James, you're up first.
1: I'm gonna, as he's coming in, because he's chasing after Victoria. I'm gonna rip out my bow and shoot.
0: Okay, roll to attack. 14. 14, okay. Uh, that would hit, but he holds up his hand and he casts shield. Um, Oh, As his, this magical shield appears, you see this like sliver of arcane energy pour from it, and this ball is kind of floating next to his head as well. Cecil, you're up.
2: Uh, After Brian pulls up the rug, I'm sure there's some Mm -hmm. dust that kind of floats up into the air. Yes, naturally. (laughs) Cecil sneezes and wild shapes into a wolf as a... that's my action. We're in a pretty cramped space. Um,
0: it's pretty small. So, it's about a twenty. It's about a twenty foot by twenty. Foot okay,
2: foot. I'm gonna just move to get next to, as in between Victoria and uh, Frederick,
0: as I can get. Okay. Cool. Um, Victoria, that's you. Grrr.
3: Okay. <laughs> so weapon didn't work. <laughs> she just like I don't know what the song is, but she just starts humming and then she recognizes it probably from TikTok, and she's going to cast uh, dissonant whispers okay. at second level i believe it's a wisdom of
0: 12 okay as you do that yep. you see his eyes kind of roll back in his head a little bit um, and it doesn't seem to affect him and behind the screen he's using his portent which he rolled a 17 and a 19 that he can use on anything um, <sighs> that he wants to and so he uses it, he uses a 17 and he uh avoids awesome. it awesome yeah. so
3: she's like <laughs> like humming and then she's just gonna book it down the stairs full movement
0: okay yep. um so okay and distant whispers if if they pass it doesn't do any damage um or does it do like half damage and not frighten them or what i forget uh
3: On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Okay. So six damage. That's halved.
0: Six damage. Okay. So that comes to Frederick's turn, and um, his eyes kind of flutter back, and you start to hear him speak this, like, almost unintelligible language of sorts, and his hands are kind of moving, and you start to see this... Like shimmery, silvery, purplish portal open, and this creature emerges from nope. it, and it's—it almost looks like it's drawn, sort of. It has that kind of quality, and its body seems to constantly be shifting. But it's like these black markings, and <laughs> he summons a nightmare.
1: Uh,
0: um, boy, does he! <laughs> and <laughs> he summons this. And he starts to run past everybody down the stairs as well.
3: Did I get down the stairs at all?
0: Yeah, you you got partially... You got partway down the stairs. So he's probably like right behind you. Okay. And Cecil, that does give you an attack of opportunity. I guess, it, yeah, it probably gives Brian an attack of opportunity as well. Yeah, I'm gonna take that.
2: 19 to hit.
0: Okay. That hits. Uh, roll for damage.
2: He also needs to make a strength saving throw.
0: Okay. Uh, actually, he's gonna use his portent, and he's going to roll a 19. Riley! Okay, okay.
2: That is... 8 points of piercing damage.
0: Okay. As you bite at him, he seems to flinch, but it doesn't seem to do any damage, but you do see that ball of energy next to him pulse and kind of flicker a little Grr. bit, and you can gather that it took the damage for that. And, Brian, uh, you can roll to attack as well.
3: Yep. Yep. That is a 19.
0: That'll hit. Roll for damage. 8. Cool. Uh, yeah, you, you attack him, and... The arcane ball of energy kind of dissipates, yes. Um, yes. and that knife slash does seem to do a little bit of damage to Frederick as he runs past. And as he does, the nightmare takes its turn, and it unleashes this dreadful scream.
2: Yep, that was dreadful.
0: Yep. Uh, everyone, roll a wisdom saving throw.
3: No. Um,
0: Victoria, you don't have to. You're not. You're not oh. close enough for this to affect. Bless you. you. Uh, Thank you.
2: Uh, that's a five.
0: Okay. Two. Okay. Uh, eight. All right. James and Cecil, you are both frightened of this creature. Dope. Brian, that's your turn.
3: Okay. I'm going to grab James by the shoulder and say, um, "It's okay, we got this as like a moment of friendship. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I'm going to- What? <laughs> right, yes, it's happening. Um, and I'm going to- God. I'm going to cast- um, heroism, in which uh, a creature that you touch is imbued with bravery and cannot be frightened.
0: There you go! Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, so yeah, it. James gets over his uh, his frightened state, and I believe he gains, like, a few temporary hit points. Two hit
3: points, temporary.
0: Great. Yeah, so James, you are bolstered nice. with courage. Uh, Brian, is there anything else you want to do?
3: I, oh yeah, and I'm gonna run, chase I'm gonna
1: chase after him and the victory downstairs.
0: Okay. That brings us back to the top of the round at James. I'm going to,
1: yeah, so I'm going to try to, so I run to the, the head of the stairs, and I'm going to try and hit further.
0: Okay. Roll to attack. Um, uh, it's going to be 11. That misses. It whizzes past him uh, and doesn't get onto him. Cecil, that's your turn.
2: I'm going to uh, bark as loudly as I can.
0: <laughs> bark as a wolf?
1: Wolf bark? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm going to bark as loud as I can in the direction of the staircase and try and make it apparent that I'm coming down. I'm going to try and weave in and out of everyone. And I'm going to try and basically like pounce on the back of on the back of Frederick as he's going down the stairs <laughs> and make a bite attack.
0: Okay. As you run uh, the shadow spawn, it gets an attack of uh, opportunity.
2: Try me. I'm a wolf.
0: Uh, He's rolling at advantage because you are frightened of him. Yeah. And that is part of his ability. Sure. That is going to be a 15 to hit. Ooh, yeah, that hits. All right. That is... That does five damage to you as he reaches out this hand and it grasps on her shoulder and you feel like this chill running through your body.
2: Ooh, cold wolf. Um.
0: And you dart <laughs> down the stairs. I'm going
2: to try and, Yeah, I'm basically going to try and pounce on the back of Frederick and try and like bite him on the back of the throat.
0: Okay. Uh roll to attack.
2: Um would you consider one of my allies being within five feet of the creature?
0: Um yeah, I guess. Okay, actually roll an acrobatics check to see if you can actually get through because you you got Brian right in front of Sure. Um right for, right in front of him right now.
2: Alright, that's a seventeen?
0: Yeah, I'll say that makes it. Sure. Cool. Roll to attack.
2: It's a, f- uh twenty one to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Sweet. He needs to make another strength-saving throw. Gotcha. Grr.
0: He's going to fail that.
2: That is seven points of piercing damage. I'm going to yeah. leap onto his back and tackle him to the ground and start tearing at the back of his neck. <laughs>
0: He's a what <cruel>. nice. <laughs> What is he, like grappled? With uh, he is or?
2: knocked prone.
0: Knocked prone. Okay. Nice. So that takes us to Victoria's turn. Great.
3: She's going to take her full movement. She's going to continue to run. And as I do that, I'm just going to kind of turn around, look at him being attacked by a wolf, and basically flip him off and cast Bane. Okay. So that is a charisma 12.
0: Yep, he fails that.
3: Amazing. Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract that.
0: Okay. As you run down, you see that this hallway is also lined with doors. There are two doors on- No, wait. There's- 16 doors. (laughs) There's four doors on one side and there's three doors on the other and they're all spaced about 20 feet apart. There's four on the right and three on the left. So that takes us to Frederick's turn. And Grrr. he's going to he's going to use uh, half of his movement to get up from prone. Um, and then he is going to yeah, he's going to turn and um, run through the door right on his right.
2: Um, Would I get an attack of opportunity?
0: Yes, you would. Grrr.
3: And don't forget to subtract that D4 from Frederick's moves.
2: Yes. That is 20 to hit.
0: This okay. wolf is yep. amazing. That'll hit.
2: Uh, a, it's 8 points of damage. 8 points okay. of piercing damage. I'm gonna tear a piece of his leg off.
0: Yeah, you get some... Little, you get a bit more of him, Um, and he runs through the door, opens it, and shuts it behind him. And you've lost sight of him for the moment. That brings us to the Nightmare's turn. And he is going to as James is the only one up there in the room with him, he's going to come down on James.
2: Sorry James.
3: Oh no, James run.
0: Yep, he uh just kind of swipes at you and misses and then he is going to uh he's going to start making his way down the stairs. Make James. him a way down the stairs. And that brings us to Brian's turn.
3: So I'm going to open the door that he just ran through. Okay. And can I can okay. I see Frederick? Frederick? Freddy?
0: No, it makes an immediate turn and there seems to be rows of like bookshelves in here.
3: Okay, I'm going to follow the turn and just keep sprinting after it.
0: Okay, roll a dexterity saving throw.
1: Ah. Four.
0: Yep, yeah, you run in and immediately slide on a puddle of grease that's right there and Ooh. you are knocked prone. <laughs> that takes us up to James' turn. I guess I'm going to
1: I'm, I'm going to try and shoot the nightmare.
0: Roll to hit.
1: Twelve.
0: That misses. It shifts out of the way and avoids your shot. Do you want to do anything else?
1: I would say I want to run past it, but I don't want to give it that opportunity.
0: I mean, you could run up behind it. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, I was going to
1: say, I just, like, do this weird thing where I just... (laughs) And just
0: stop. You're kind of waiting right behind like in a line for a roller coaster.
1: Yeah. I get. It. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> See,
0: so that takes us to your turn. I'm gonna say you can also roll uh roll to overcome the frightened effect. Because I forgot to have you do that on your last turn.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say. Ooh, that's really good. 25.
0: Yeah, you break through.
2: Wise boy. Okay. <laughs> um I'm gonna wild shape out of or I'm gonna bonus action uh come out of wild shape. Um should I don't know what the plan is here. Are we fighting this guy? Are we running?
3: No, I think we're fighting
0: him.
2: All right. All right, sure. Uh, I'm going to walk in behind and try and gingerly step over Brian.
0: Um, Roll an acrobatics check, I guess.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good.
0: Ten. Okay, you, you try to jump over it, but you don't quite make it. Roll a dexterity saving throw.
2: I'm also very good at those. Natural twenty.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, you yes. you gonna uh, huh, and then keep your balance there. Athlete.
2: Um. <laughs> okay. Then I guess I'm gonna try and use. Is it? So there are just bookshelves in here. It's like a labyrinth of bookshelves.
0: Yes. You walk. Yeah. Immediately on the other side of the grease puddle, there is a right turn and a left turn. Um. Let's say I'll say three hallways of bookshelves on either side.
2: Okay. Um. Sure. Why not? So I still have an action left. I'm going to take out my wand, point it down at my feet, and I'm going to go, man, I I don't really know what to cast anything, or what to say to cast anything, I'm just going to cast jump, and triple my jump distance, and I'm going to um, just try and jump as far as I can, like a triple jump, and try and move as far as I can.
0: Okay, uh, which direction?
2: Uh, Bold decisions, I'm going right.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, which one are you trying to jump to?
2: Um, let's do the one on the left, on the one on the right. What? Because there, there there are three directions down each.
0: No, no. Oh, sorry, sorry. There are three pathways all going forward from each direction. Oh. Are
2: geez. are there three directions or are there six directions?
1: No. Oh, yeah. So so it's it's right and left. So it's right, left, and then three three.
3: Yeah. So you can go right or left, and then immediately after going right, you can take three lefts, or if you go left, you can immediately take three different rights.
0: Yes. Yeah. So do you want to take the closest one, the middle one, or the furthest one?
2: Let's go to the uh, closest one.
0: Okay. You jump down and you just see rows of bookshelves.
2: Cecil's going to use his best judgment to think that this is just a big old library and I'm going to try and make as much progress into the bookshelves as I can.
0: Okay. I'll say you make it about halfway down. Okay. Okay, Victoria, you're up.
3: Uh, I run up to Brian. And I extend my hand to help him get up. Okay. And I say, we need you. And I'm going to help him get up. And I'm going to give him some inspiration. Whoa! And then I'm going to run down one of the other aisles that Cecil didn't take.
0: Okay, which one?
3: The I'll go. I'll go to the left. Okay. I'll just go to the left. Um, I still can't see it in my mind. But so, Brian, you can add an extra d6. You have 10 minutes to use it. So several actions. Um, You can add it to an ability check, an attack roll, or a saving throw. This can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome, and you can use it once.
1: Thanks, man. Nice. Cool. Yep.
0: Okay, Victoria, I'm going to say, because you knew the grease was there, you managed to make it through. You you had to use a little bit less of your movement so you can make it through kind of sure. gingerly. Um, so I'm going gotcha. to say you can make it to the to the entrance of one of the lines.
3: I'm just going to look down it. Do I see anything?
0: On the left, no. You just see the three okay. other entrances. Okay. That takes us to Frederick's turn, who does his thing that you can't see. Um, oh, no. I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions! Uh, let's see. That takes us to the Nightmare's turn and he's going to, as James is right behind him, turn Thanks, and guys. smack him across the face. Thanks, <laughs> everyone. He's going to hit you, and with his chilling hand he does nine damage to you cold cocks you right across the face um and then begins to lumber his way down and uh follow you guys all into the room and i'm gonna make him roll a dexterity saving throw (laughs) oh he just passes he's very dexterous makes it over the grease trap um but is standing right behind brian at the moment
1: oof uh, because he hit me, I'm probably still reeling from the attack, so I wouldn't get an opportunity, right? Because he turns to me, I No, you he would. Turns
0: to you, uh, you would, but do you have any melee weapons? No, I don't.
1: That's Yeah, that was the thing. I, I didn't...
3: You can just stab him with an arrow. You can try. Him.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you stab him with the arrow. Okay. I'll let you Legolas so him. do that, and then try to...
3: Yes! Uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah sure. I'll
1: try. I mean, I don't Roll know attack. if I'm going to hit, because... Uh, no, okay, so like 16?
0: Yeah, that hits. Roll a d4, plus your dexterity,
1: we'll say. Six.
0: Wow, nice. Uh, yeah, you get a good chunk of him stabbed in there. Yeah, I did. Um, and he kind of reels a little bit before he runs down and gingerly <laughs> tiptoes across the grease trap um, and stands right next to him, Brian. Uh, James, that takes us to your turn.
1: No, I didn't see turn.
0: You didn't, you're right, sorry.
3: My turn. Um, does, is the nightmare classified as a creature? Uh,
0: just a creature?
3: Like, I don't know. Last time I tried to do a spell, and I didn't understand the different classifications of animals and fiends and things, so uh, clarify. If I have a spell that says it does something to a creature, will it do something to the nightmare? Yes. Okay, great. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. I just wanted to know <laughs> that right there. He tiptoed over the grease trap?
0: Yep. Very gingerly.
3: Okay, I'm going to turn, and I'm going to say, trip. Cast command. I'm gonna cast command yes. and he trips in the grease because I can't be the only one who fell into this fucking grease puddle.
0: Uh he passes that saving throw. Damn it. Oh, no. He looks at you and just shakes his head. He
1: just dances on his Damn stupid it. toes in front <laughs> Yeah,
0: he he, he does but, the icky shuffle back and forth. Uh is there anything else you wanna do? Uh
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn to the right and I'm gonna sprint to the end of that hallway
0: cool uh as you sprint you see frederick coming around the corner nice um and he's oh shit Um, as you run away the nightmare takes an attack of opportunity on you and he's gonna miss he's too busy shuffling back and forth he's too busy like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh james that's your turn
1: Uh, i'm gonna go into the like the hall sprint down and turn the corner and again I guess I don't see the grease thing can I run an acrobatics though sure so when I see it I can like jump off the wall like I'm cool
3: uh, Mario
0: sure we'll say that
3: nice. parkour
0: you've heard enough people thud over there at this point and seen people leaping over we'll say you can gather
1: <laughs> uh, 22 so.
0: yeah I'm gonna say you rolled so well that you managed to jump off of the walls and actually get in front of the nightmare on the other side nice um, do you want to do anything else because I jumped in front
1: of the nightmare because I do the arrow thing again.
0: Yeah, sure. I'll actually say as you're jumping, you can fire your bow at him. Wow. That's that's some Legolas shit there. there.
1: Legolas. Yeah. 16 to hit.
0: That'll hit, roll for damage. Wow,
1: look at you go.
0: Four. (sighs) Take some damage. That takes us to Cecil's turn.
2: I guess I'll use the rest of my movement trying to triple jump my way to the end of this row of bookshelves. And um, I'm just going to try and... Basically trying to take stock of what is in this room.
0: I will say, I forgot to mention, uh, there is like a branching hallway in between. So it's like the bookshelves are going down, but there is... So multiple... Yeah, so there's like a bookshelf, a hallway connecting the bookshelf, more bookshelves. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Um, Okay, in that case, he's going to take a right and move in the direction... That he heard the commotion going.
0: Okay. As you run down, you hear on your left footsteps and you turn and you see Frederick running down further down this bookshelf.
2: I guess I'm gonna... Hey, wait a second. I'm gonna chase after that Frederick.
0: Okay. Also, though, as you as you come to this branching hallway and you see Frederick on your left, you do see at the end of like the middle hallway, there does appear to be a larger room at the end of that. That brings us to Victoria's turn.
3: I'm going to whip around, because I haven't gone down any of these yet. James just pulled a badass move, uh, and I see the nightmare now, so I'm going to take my bow and arrow and get a shot in.
0: Okay. Yep. Hit five, the uh,
3: Nine. Nine. Yeah. That misses.
0: Clinks off into the distance.
3: Shucks. Then I'm just going to use the rest of my movement and go, look at James and go, sorry. And I'll start running towards where Brian went.
0: Okay, Uh, that takes us to Frederick's turn, who is looking and sees Brian at the end of this row of bookshelves. And from what you can see, Brian, he books it to the right. And then the Nightmare takes his turn. And as James lands right in front of him, smacks him across the face once more. And definitely hits. And does 10 damage.
2: Oh, man, James is looking so hot right now.
0: (laughs) Brian, that's your turn.
3: Uh, I'm gonna sprint after Friedrich and go down the right side that
0: he just went down. Okay, as you run and walk into this larger antechamber, you see Friedrich Damn it, Frederick, holding <laughs> uh, holding a a scroll in his hands with letters that are glowing. And you look down and you see that there's there's this large drawing of a circle that he's standing on top of that is beginning to shimmer and glow as well. And he says, "I've already started it. You can't stop me." Uh James that's your turn.
1: What do you, what do you do for uh, like how much heals can what you roll?
0: Uh for a common healing potion for the one that you got it's 2d4 plus 2. Uh 6. Okay. Uh and that's going to be a bonus action for you.
1: I'm going to no, I'm going to try to get this nightmare down because even if I try to run again he gets opportunity. So Yeah.
0: Okay, roll to attack. I'm not going to hit Dick,
1: by the way,
0: so <laughs> Okay. Uh yeah, you 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 missed the nightmare. That takes us to Cecil's turn, and Cecil as you're running down the hall towards Friedrich, Frederick. Frederick fucking hate you guys. Freddy. As <laughs> you're running down Freddy, Freddy. towards Freddie. Um you see him running, but you see him shimmer and disappear. Damn it.
2: I'm gonna turn around and I'm just gonna run back to where I see the rest of the gang.
0: Okay. As you turn back around into the bigger hallway, you can see Brian running past into that big room that's back there.
2: Okay. Uh, he's just gonna go towards where the commotion is going, and he's hearing people shouting towards the antechamber.
0: You come stand next to Brian as you see Cecil, or as you see Fre- uh, Freddie, standing in this circle that is beginning to shimmer with arcane energy.
2: Um. As I see him, I'm gonna take out my wand. And I'm gonna go. Come on, man. I thought we were friends. I'm going to cast Charm Person on him.
0: Uh, okay. What does he need to roll?
2: That's a uh, wisdom save of 14.
0: Yep, he fails. Yes.
3: yes. <sighs> so now he's our friend. Right?
2: Um. So he's charmed until the spell ends. Um, the charmed creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. Look, man. I thought we were friends. We were, you know, we we got you the eyes or whatever. We just kind of want to know what's going on.
0: You 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 could you could never understand the things that I've seen. I'm I'm doing this for everyone, not just for me. I'm doing this for everyone.
2: Uh, doing what? <laughs>
0: um, also roll a D twenty. Natural one. Incredible.
2: It came with great cost. My lucky streak of rolling well this this session had to end at some point.
1: I don't like how excited about it Riley was though.
0: <laughs> okay, for the next minute, you have to shout whenever you speak, which you already are. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, that could have been so good. Alright, yeah, so, you, yeah.
2: Sure. Hey, man, you, I just want to let you know, um... You summoned something, and I think it's still back there hurting us. Do you mind? I mean, I'd rather use our words to solve this out. Friends have problems that they need to talk through, and let's just use our words, buddy. Pretty please.
0: He snaps his fingers, and you can't see it, but James and Victoria, where you are, the nightmare. (laughs) Shrinks into itself. Amazing.
2: Vanishes. Look, Freddy, uh, it looks like you got a lot going on and i don't know man looks like you could use a friend you've been out here talking with the the professor for a while which by the way where is he i've been
0: wondering where he is um the professor is resting okay
2: um what you doing over here um seems like you got a lot going going on
0: he he told me what i need to do and i am carrying out his his instructions and I am, I need to, I need to go, I need to go to him. He is going to, he is going to help me. He is going to help, help me make sense of all of this. Oh, that's, that's great. That's great, man. Um, you start to see this circle glowing and pulsing quicker and quicker and quicker.
2: Hey buddy, Um, let's step out of that for a quick second. Um,
0: no, no, I, I have to go. I have to go.
2: You said you were talking to someone. I'm going to take out the book, The Gods of the Forgotten Fields. Nice. Okay. Uh is that person in here? I'm going to start just like flipping through the pages. Could you like, I don't know, point him out to me? He seems pretty no, cool. I might want No, wanna... no,
0: he's not he's not in there. He's not in there. He's 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 in here and he's he's there. He's everywhere. He's all around us and he he's in our he's in our dreams. He's in my sleep and he's in my dreams.
2: Getting very freaked out, Cecil's gonna kind of slam the book shut and just kind of like.
0: Our oh God is an awesome
2: God. He <laughs> rains. Yes.
3: <laughs> wow, what a throwback!
2: And just kind of take a couple steps back. Um, uh, Brian, you're great with people. Why don't you try it? You try. You try talking to him. You're
3: great Brian. Brian, <laughs> Brian takes out Freddie's journal mm-hmm. and just says listen man as your friend I I understand where you're coming from and how much pain this this is causing you in your sleep and in your dreams and and I'm on the same page with you and as Brian is talking he's just getting closer and closer to the circle Mm -hmm. and so we are on your side and we are happy to help you go but we want to be able to go with you and help you out with everything that you're facing because no no friend should have to face that alone.
0: Roll a persuasion check.
3: Come on, Brian, let's go. Remember, you have that inspiration. You can add I a do. Six. And I'm I'm using that. I'm gonna use that inspiration. Um, Eleven.
0: You start to make your way towards him, and his his face kind of starts to soften a little bit. And as you reach your hand out towards him, the crazed look in his eye fades away for like a split second. And he says, no one can help me now. And the circle pulses and this arcane gate opens and this flash of light pulses through the room. And Frederick is gone.
3: You try to be empathetic, and then he throws the journal behind him.
1: (laughs)
0: As Andy Deinhardt as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, Jackson Pounds as James Malden, and myself, Riley Wesson, as the York DM. Thank you so much for listening to this session of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, leave us a review. We would love to hear back from you. Let us know what you're thinking of it. Let us know what you're enjoying. If you really like it, tell a friend. Nothing is going to get somebody listening to a podcast more than word of mouth and a friend recommending it to them. I mean, they're way more likely to listen to it then than if they just see, like, a five-star review somewhere. But by no means, don't stop sending those. We love those as well. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vangie Japan. Other music can be found in the episode's description. And our artwork is done by the insanely talented Carlina Alvarez. Link to her stuff in the description as well. Guys, check her out. You will not regret it. Until next time, if you're having trouble studying or just kind of getting stressed about school, step outside. Go take a walk. We could all use some fresh air right now. I know I definitely could. thanks again. We'll see you next session
2: I mean, it probably takes me a little bit to to get that milk um
3: disgusting. I don't like that phrase. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, you've got got, you've got, you have got milk and that's fine. Like got milk, but then it's Mm -hmm. like, get that milk. That's weird.
1: And you went for the latter because of course you did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Cecil.